Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. We do have breaking news today, and you're the guy that's behind this. Over to you, Moose. We're going to Montreal. Ta-da! We are taking our show on the road. Thursday and Friday, we'll be on the air from, uh, from the Stanley Cup Finals. How cool is that? Yes, live Thursday, Friday from Montreal, downtown Montreal, in advance of Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. We will be there live. This is the Rod Peterson Show. (laughs) Ah, there we are. Yeah, I think we're good. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Tuesday, everybody. How's your day going? Welcome to the RP Show, episode number 516 of Canada's daytime sports talk show, and we are... We are in the air, taking flight. RP here, Moose there. World's fastest grounds crew, pit crew on the other side of this wall. You guys tell me uh, if, if my earpiece is coming through. I'm still figuring this thing out. Yeah. And I appreciate all the people that have sent in waves of suggestions where I can get the absolute ideal earpiece. But aside from me looking like a, one of those middle-aged dorks that walks around with the ear things. <clears throat> as you, It works. And we know we're both squirrels, so that's <laughs> why we have to talk business on the air sometimes, because otherwise we'll forget. Exactly. Don't forget to pack your headphone. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to pack it. To okay. go to Montreal. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, it is episode number 516. We do have some breaking news that Clark, he seems to be the most excited guy in the world about the, the Blue Jays trade this morning. So we'll get to that. Okay. I did not have it in my quick six show topics, but it is coming up. I just want to... If wherever you're watching from this morning, folks, YouTube, Facebook, even uh, on Game Plus, which I think the phone's plugged in in your office now that I think about it. it. 
We will get to that. Where are you, where are you watching from? I, Kent Ridley writing in from Ridley Scouting. He's a football guy. He says, good morning, y'all, from Nashville. Ryan McCarthy, good day to my friends across North America, as well as Mexico, Norway, Qatar, and Sweden. From sultry and humid Saratoga, New York. So, hey, let's, let's get it going. Let's, let's get some positivity going. Where you're watching from today and how your day is going. I'm excited at the guest list today. Leah Hextall will be with us. What, what, where would I, what am I saying? ESPN for her, Clark? We'll ask her about that because she's been everywhere. NHL Network for sure. And I'll be honest, I always felt so bad because when I was calling games in the Brandon Keystone Center, she was right. She was closer to me than you are right now, Leah Hextall. And I'm so loud. (laughs) I'm sure she'll, her skin will crawl when she hears my voice again. I'm looking forward to that. However, she'll be calling NHL games on ESPN next year. Ryan Flaherty, he's the television voice of the Saskatchewan Rush. He's from Global Saskatoon. He covered the big Rattlers game last night. At Sastel Center, Ryan Flaherty will be with us in hour two, as well as Dan Moriarty from NHL Cool Shots. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, when I was off for that week at the, uh, attending the Recovery Coach Academy, you hosted, you had Dan Moriarty on, and quite frankly, I was jealous because you said that you really loved that interview. Hey? Oh, yeah. And I connected with him once before, but, you know, this is a second time on this show, and I'm really excited to see where that relationship goes and another ally to the RP show. I got it. I got it. Grand Prairie, Alberta. Kyle Landley checks in from Williams and Lloyd Minster. The Snowman's in Carolina. Wayne in sunny and hot Victoria. I'll be honest. We stick to sports here, right? Yeah. We shut up and dribble for the most part. But I could sit and talk about climate change for a couple hours. (laughs) <laughs> hottest day that? hottest day in Canadian history was yesterday. Yes. And I'm here for it. Me too. Yeah, you're good with it? Oh, yeah. Bring it on. So, I mean, Texas had the cold last year, and that was bad for them. But I didn't hear – if, if I missed it, I didn't hear of anybody dying in Canada from heat yesterday. No. Did anybody? Well, probably. I don't – but I didn't hear of it either. No. The pro-climate people who believe in the climate change, which I think – is good. I mean, I do. I think we're moving that way. Well, whatever. They, they, they flipped it. Everyone said, it's the hottest summer. And they flipped it and said, yeah, but it's the coldest summer for the rest of your life. So it's only going to get hotter. Yeah, fair. I like this one. Uh, watching from Scorching Cochrane, Alberta. John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm says, stay cool. My mom has no air conditioning. <gasps> Take care of that lady. Make sure, she's, make sure she's hydrated. Let's just enjoy the summer and let's quit, let's quit dilly-dallying around and get into the Quick 6 show topics, please. Thanks for being patient. Please and thank you. Well, number one, I will go with the breaking news first from your Toronto Blue Jays. They've acquired out, injured outfielder Corey Dickerson and reliever Adam Simber in a trade today with the Miami Marlins. Going the other way. Infielder Joe Panic and minor league reliever Andrew McInvale. Clark, is this going to make Ross Stripling happy? Too soon. Dickerson is sidelined with a bruised left foot and is expected to be in a walking boot for at least two more weeks. He's batting 260 with two homers and 14 RBI. The side winding Simber has a 2.880 RA in 33 games 
And Joe Panic. What's your favorite Joe Panic Blue Jay moment? <laughs> I think it's the Ross Stripling set two they had. Yeah. Uh, Panic is batting 246 with two homers and 11 RBIs. So I get it now. I get it. Like, I'm not the biggest baseball guy, right? I am fluent in Canada's two official languages, hockey and football. But I do dabble in baseball. So when I was watching the Marlins and Blue Jays last week, that guy that was Dan Quisenberry style before your time, but that sidearm, that's who the Jays got? I like him. I think we're declaring the Blue Jays have won this trade today. How about that? I love a good sidearm delivery, too. Like, I mean, down below his knee. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just think that would be so hard coming in. I was watching that game. A little whip to it. Uh, Jennifer, watching from the Four Seasons, your home of the Seattle Kraken fan club, where I was last night. She says, the coffee's hot and the pool is almost full. Hot, hot week this week. I feel like everybody's in a good mood with the weather. What are are people bitching about? Climate change. I know. It's hot. We love it. Anyways, so that's the breaking news from the Blue Jays. Number one. Okay, I was kind of trying to avoid this. Tampa Bay had their way with the Montreal Canadiens last night in game one of the Stanley Cup final. And although Jeff Petrie said after the game it was closer than the score indicated, no, it wasn't. The shots were 27-19 for Tampa Bay. They were in control from the drop of the puck. And our poll question today is, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, is the Stanley Cup final over? Last I looked on Twitter, 80% of you people saying... No, it's not over. 80%. And it's looking at least that. We're on the small screen there. No, it's not over. Well, it's evening out a little bit. 65% now on Twitter saying, no, it's Stanley Cup Finals not over. But, oh, 94% saying, no, it's not over. But, hey, the Montreal Canadiens realize they're not in Kansas anymore. Tampa Bay's not going to make mistakes like Vegas did. Sorry. Tampa Bay's not going to play lifeless like the Toronto Maple Leafs did. They got a tiger by the tail there. They're playing the best team that they have faced in these Stanley Cup playoffs. So they better smell the smelling salts and wake up for Wednesday's game too. But I like what Luke Richardson said after the game. And he said, the good news is we didn't play our best game. And I'm starting to realize people don't understand coach speak. What that means is we didn't play our best game. We can be better. If we played our best game and got our asses handed to us, <laughs> I'd be a little worried sitting here right now. Don't have any answers. Right, we, but we got answers. We can be better, and they will be, so this series is not over. What did you think? Yeah, and it's game one, so you got to get that awakening, and then Montreal will settle in. But here's the difference for me, and this is why Tampa scares me. You look at Toronto – You look at Montreal, well, during the regular season, there's no threat of being eliminated, so you play a free game, right? And there's a little more open, more penalties, more goals, all that type of thing. But when you get in the playoffs, Montreal has changed the game plan. They've really locked it down to this real defensive game, take their advantage of their opportunities. And Toronto couldn't adjust. The Leafs couldn't adjust. And their stars couldn't bear down and figure out how to work through that when the game completely changes. Yep. Winnipeg couldn't adjust either. And it was over. That shutdown, they couldn't figure it out. Well... Neither could Vegas. When it got shut down, Vegas completely couldn't change and and find that identity. But Tampa's been through this before. They've played these types of games, and in their run, they figured out how to play and how to adjust their game to have success when the other team tries to lock it down. So they've been there before. So when Montreal goes to lock it down and play their real tight, solid defense, Tampa's been there, done that, 
And so they were very comfortable. See if Montreal can adjust in game two. Oh, yeah. Homie, don't play that game. Montreal's in a series, but that's what happened with Vegas and Colorado. They got smacked around in game one. So, no, this series isn't over. It was just a cheeky question to see if anybody fell for it. And 6% did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rob Somerville watching on Facebook. Interested to hear your thoughts about the upcoming CFL season. Are you expecting more veteran players to retire before training camps open? Yeah. But this is the quick six. This is our time. We can't necessarily answer your questions just yet, but I'll get to that. It's like you were reading my diary, Rob. Number two show topic, Brennan Labatt. I guess the Riders announced it yesterday. I assume they were told long before Monday that Brendan Labatt won't play this year. And for those that don't know, former Canadian Football League Offensive Lineman of the Year. He's an NFL-worthy talent, six-time All-Star, best player on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders offensive line, said, I'm out. So my, uh, for this year, he goes, I plan to be back in 2022. Reason being, from what I'm told, doesn't like the COVID restrictions. Not interested in complying with the ridiculously excessive restrictions that's being placed on the CFL. I don't blame him. The gentleman asked, will there be more? I hear there's going to be one maybe as early as today from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, big name player. And the person that texted me that, Darren, I said to them, well, I said, is that big name? Big loss? He goes, at this stage of the game, they're all big losses. Right? Yeah. That was an interesting comment by him. So we're a couple of weeks away from the start in training camp, and you got some of your best players, a six-time All-Star, saying, boop, I'm out. Well, you think you've got a plan. And right. as a coach, you've got your depth charts on the boards, and that's why they're all there in magnets, right, so you can move them around. But that's it. I mean, you're trying to map this in and, and come up with a plan, and you're talking to your general manager about, look, at, are we good? Are we good? Do we got to sign anybody? Because if we don't, Toronto's going to sign them. And... You know, then this happens, it changes because you've got great weapons in Saskatchewan, but if you don't have an offensive line to protect them, then well, yeah. they're not very effective. And people are really uh, jumping in on this. Jeff the Stampeders fans up in Calgary, he says, we'll really see what the current Saskatchewan management is made of. That offensive line could be in trouble. That's what everybody's saying right now. So uh, the general manager, Jeremy O'Day's just been lobbed a grenade. And speaking of that, John in Winnipeg says, I'm disappointed in Labatt. But respect is choice. I'm going to speak for Big Blue, pretty good friend of mine. He doesn't care what you think. And at some point, people are going to realize COVID-19, hashtag, sucks to be you. We're all in it together, right? <laughs> no, look it out for number one. Start paying attention. That's what Brendan Labatt's doing. He's looking out for his family. He said, I'm out. This is, this is not for me. And there's going to be more. Training camp isn't for two weeks. I know. So there's going to be way more. So you want to no. William in Lloydminster. It isn't looking good for the CFL. No, it ain't. Tony Cernick watching in the energy capital right now says, good job, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. It's no laughing matter for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders or for anybody, but this is my phone's going off all day, every day with what's going on in the CFL. And I'm, I've made this point and stance that I'm like, if the big 
network guys aren't going to report on this or the people that are beat writers that are in the Hall of Fame aren't going to report on it. Why the hell would I? I got other stuff to talk about. Right? Oh, yeah. Players are upset. You're going to see more retirements, but I'm just, I'm not down with it. I, I just feel like that's somebody else's job because you know what? When I report the truth, what happens? I'm the jerk and I'm, I'm not interested in that anymore. The warm-up, by the way, is brought to you by Ecall Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecall Electric, let's get to work. Right after coffee. Uh, point three, Paxton Lynch has signed with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, former first-round pick quarterback from the Denver Broncos. He has signed with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, I was, like I said to Darren, did they not announce that in February? Or did I miss something? I'm, this is a me problem, not a anybody else problem. But didn't they announce that? I don't recall. You don't? I just know it made the news headlines yesterday. Yeah. It's interesting because he's a real high potential guy, right? You don't go in the first round unless you have high potential, but it just didn't work out in the NFL. Nobody wants to give you a shot because there's always another crop of high potential guys every year in the National Football League. But let's remember something like, you know, and I was asking, like, why this, this move just puzzles me like nothing else. And you said, well, better's better, right? That's the oh, why line. they'd sign him, yeah. Why they'd sign him, better's better. But he's not just an old quarterback who's looking for a last shot in the, in the CFL. He's young. Like, he was a first-round pick in 2016. So he'd be just in his prime or entering his prime, you know, as a quarterback with lots of years left. Um, and he's not coming up here to hold the clipboard, I don't imagine. So are we going to see a quarterback controversy if Cody stumbles a little bit? I don't want to talk about that, but yeah. interesting. See, John uh, in Winnipeg, I'm interested that with his attitude that he's brought this morning. He says, oh, come on, man. Stop with the negative. Let's go, CFL. That's right. Let's go. We're playing. Everything's awesome. It's great. Let's go. No problems whatsoever with this league right now. Uh, and Wayne and Victoria says, I'm sure a majority of players are vaccinated as well. Yep, and there's a tooth fairy in a Santa Claus too, Wayne. How about you, that? You know that, right? Uh, point four. Wimbledon's playing, I understand. Yeah, thank was- you. Point five. CEBL action. Uh, just pointing this out last night, the Hamilton Honey Badgers squeaked past the Saskatchewan Rattlers 73-71 at Sastel Center. And Ottawa got off the snide. They topped Guelph 96-79. So we're following the CEBL. And point six, Euro 2020. I should never have said that I'm paying attention because De- Denmark's kicking ass and taking names now. Oh, yeah. And all the soccer people are like, You're, are you interested? <laughs> <laughs> Only in Denmark. That's and it. Box scores. <laughs> like, they want to watch the game with you now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Officially announced this morning, Leah Hextall of ESBN. She'll be calling the play-by-play. They just announced it this morning. And she joins us after this break. This has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, 
I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Big day here because it's Tuesday. Episode number 516 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show is on the air. We may look at changing that tagline, however, because I think our viewership has surpassed 50%, uh, more than 50% is American now. It's a lot. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I don't have a problem with it either. I don't know why. why, why, why you, I don't see what you see in us, but I've accepted it. <laughs> um, Leah Hextall joining us from ESPN momentarily. Just this morning, she was announced as a play-by-play voice for the ESPN's NHL coverage next year, which is great. Uh, people here this morning want to talk about a lot of the uh, NHL stuff, CFL stuff too. Jeff the Stamps fan says it's safe to engrave the T, the A, and the M on the cup. Hamilton? How generous of him to anoint Hamilton as the Great Cup champions this year. <clears throat> From Ray in the Six, Prairie Mobile text line. Hi, Rod. So fed up with the CFL circus. It's one step forward and two to three steps back. Positive news will be an NFL training camp excitement by the time the CFL may or may not play. Really sad state of affairs. That's from Ray in the six. From Metal Shingle Guy regarding Saskatchewan signing Paxton Lynch at quarterback. Metal Shingle Guy says, Isaac Harker has a rifle. No controversy. He's the number two guy. Wasn't it you that said this morning, what about Hark Jardo? Yeah. Wasn't that going to be a thing? Should be. Isaac Harker and Cody Fajardo. Isaac Harker's done nothing to lose his job. Yeah. Just to talk a little CFL stuff here across, uh, across the country. From DG, watching in Saskatoon. Morning, guys. Hope your week is going well and that your collarbone is in better shape than carry prices. To me, that is the story of the Stanley Cup. Price did not look 100% last night. And just a reminder, don't shoot at your goalie's head in warm-ups. What are you doing, Weber? From DG in Saskatoon. Um, it's so funny that he would say that. And you please tell me, Clark, the second that Leah's ready, since she's having some connection issues there. Reminds me of a goalie, he won't mind me saying this, that I coached in, a, in the mental health game. And his deal was that he was coming back from concussions and he'd lost his confidence. And I said to him, how did you get a concussion? Because none of the scouts that I saw that watched you play said, you never took a big hit off your noggin. He goes, it was from repeated shots to the head from pucks in practice and warm-up. Wow. Gave him a concussion. And he was on the IL for a while. And then he came back and he's like, I lost my confidence. I'm not the same guy. I called the coach. I said, can you tell your guys to keep their shots down? Like, in whatever year it was, I'm like, in 2019, I ha- we have to have this discussion? That's elementary stuff. You get beat up in practice when you hit the goalie in the head. Don't you? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that starts inter-scrimmage fights, right? Well, I, I know. Uh, and, and, and there's a longer story to that. But um, anyways, I didn't realize that Weber pinged off Kerry Price. And, like, <laughs> that's a Wow. Anyways, we'll get to more of this, these comments in a moment because we have Leah Hextall now, and it's been a day or two since we've chatted, but uh, we used to spend a lot of time around each other, WHL days. Now she's up there next to God, voice of the NHL on ESPN, and we just lost her, Clark has just said. What's going on? Have they dropped a bomb on the internet in Manitoba? 
I can sit here and continue. The one threat of internet signal. Well, and by the way, Tacona Pauli is watching in Winnipeg, and he says, hit the like button, a la boom, boom, Jeffrey on. And speaking of that, I was dealing with some NHL scouts with regards to my player that I was coaching in the mental health game, and they had asked why he was missing some time. And I said, well, he's got concussions because he took too many shots to the head. I was starting to get wound up. And this scout, he's the kind... You've seen him in the media room. Like my dad's vintage, Fedora, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cardigan sweater. Cardigan oh, sweater. Salt of the earth. Notepad. Wouldn't want to use a uh, Stylex or an iPhone when a notepad will work. And he goes, shots to the head. Johnny Bauer never wore a mask. I lost it. And I'm like, Johnny Bauer. This is in the media room. <laughs> <laughs> at a Pats game. I said, that's what we're talking about right now. And I'll never forget one scout put his hand on my arm. He's like, maybe Rudd, Rudd, come over here. I stick up for my guys. But I guess nobody was sticking up for Kerry Price last night. You're oh, shooting at his boy. head in the warm-up of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Somebody mentioned rec hockey. But when you do that in a game, rec I've seen rec hockey goalies walk off the ice in warm-up. And those guys are hard to find. There was a guy that I was playing at that were with that shot. I'll get to you right away, Leah. They were shooting at my head all the time. And finally, I said, you shoot at my head one more time, and I'm going to throw my stick at you. And he goes, like, I, I can't control it. He came down the wing right at my head. I helicoptered my stick at him and <laughs> caught him right there. Warned you. Okay. Leah Hextall, thank you for sitting through that. There she is. How you doing, Leah? Long time no see. I'm great, Rod. How are you doing? Can, really can you see me? Can you hear me? <laughs> Everything is fantastic. So, hey, it's a huge day for you because the news that finally came out this morning from ESPN, all the broadcast team, and you're on it. Congratulations. And uh, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, Rod, this is, it's a big day. I, I'm not going to lie <laughs> for myself and for ESPN in general. I mean, I never thought when I started my career at CPX in Brandon, Manitoba, that I would be working for the juggernaut, which is ESPN. And you yourself as a Hall of Fame broadcaster in play-by-play -play know how incredibly difficult that position is. So to be getting this opportunity to call the greatest game at the highest level in play-by-play, -play, it, it, it truly is something I've been working for very hard for the last few years. And it's a, it's a good day. <laughs> and I love uh... that I'm finally able to speak. <laughs> you uh, you don't need to be humble here today. Not in this house. Um, you you soak it all in, and it seems like you are. But I mean, when I say that, it's not just the last few years. I was telling the folks before he came on that I used to call those Pats games, and you were like right here on the other side of the wall of me, yeah. and I'm so loud. So I apologize for annoying you all night for that. But uh, you were <laughs> very gracious with that. But I mean, maybe tell the people. Let's introduce yourself to the viewers that are watching right now that were like, you're a Manitoba gal, Brandon gal, and you have started at the bottom and you've hit the top, but just tell us a little bit of your story, if you don't mind. Well, I appreciate that, Rod. And yes, those days at the Keystone Center in Brandon, Manitoba, covering the Brandon Wheat Kings, that was my first gig working there and covering that beat. And I tell you, and Rod, I know you can speak to this too. I'm so fortunate for starting my days in junior hockey. It really laid the groundwork for everything that I have done since. And 
I spent a couple of years in Brandon and then I went on to CTV in Winnipeg and was there for seven years and, you know, kind of jumped back and forth doing some sports center on TSN and some gigs, but um, got a big break with Nesson in Boston uh, in 2012. And I went down there for a couple of years and then was hired by Sportsnet when they took over the NHL rights in Canada. And unfortunately that didn't really turn out the way I hoped after two years, they had to do some layoffs due to finances. And I was one of those cuts. And at the time, Rod, I, you know, we've all felt this in our industry. I couldn't find a job, you know, after 15 years of working at the highest level on the most iconic brand in hockey and hockey night in Canada, I couldn't find a job in the industry. So I completely pivoted and went outside of broadcast and actually worked in politics for a few years uh, with the premier of Manitoba. And uh, during that time, I decided to pivot to play by play. And I say that with great humility because it is the hardest thing we can do as broadcasters, in my opinion. And I still have so much to learn, but I started calling games and a lot of it was what you didn't see. It was traveling out to Manitoba Junior Hockey League games in Selkirk or Nipua or Portage or wherever it might be. And just calling to, uh, you know, an online audience or going to Moose games here and calling in a booth by myself and just recording it on my phone, trying to get better. So it has been a journey and uh, I'm really fortunate because um, you know, I've had some great people supporting me, but that's been my road. And, and now starting next fall, I'm going to be a play by play in the NHL. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's huge. <laughs> well, it, listen, I know, but that's why I wanted to tell the whole road, not just the past couple of years, how long that you've been pounding away at this. So that's why when I saw the announcement, which I don't know how it got leaked a few weeks ago that this was coming out, we all kind of knew, right, that you were going to ESPN. But I was real happy because, again, we were side by side many, many years ago. I've seen the climb. So I'm very proud of you for that. But it's funny that you would say that play-by-play is the hardest because – Sarah Orleski and I have had this discussion. I said, sidelines, sidelines is the hardest thing in, to do. That and probably what I'm doing right now. But I guess we all have our thing, right? Like, what's your thing? Yeah, we do. And you're, you're so right. And, and when I say play-by-play, I think maybe right now I'm, I have such a linear vision because it's what I'm trying to get better at. So for me right now, it's the hardest skill. And, and I should mention with ESPN, I'm also going to be doing ringside reporting for them as additional duties. So, um, and I love being ringside and I agree with you. You know, especially in this day and age where in, in the sport of hockey where players are so buttoned up, trying to find, you know, those human pieces that can relate to the game and and dragging information out of players and trying to bring new storylines in this day of social media and doing it well without quite frankly pissing anybody off (laughs) it's a very tough thing to do so um you know i I think ringside reporting i've also been a studio host which i think takes a tremendous amount of skill you know you look at people like ron mcclain who just do it so easy yourself here behind the mic Uh, you know radio is a beast you know (laughs) i've done that as well and and there's no there's no front in radio. You got to know what you're talking about because you have the time to outline why your opinions are what they are. And you can get caught so easily if you're a poser. So I really believe that, you know, radio might be one of the hardest things to do as well. So, you know, I love it all. But I think right now, just because I'm in that play by play lens um, and I'm trying to get better at it because, you know, quite frankly, I've, I've done less than 20 games on television. Um, you know, I'm still in that state of learning and get trying to get better. Well, and you'll never stop, but you know, you're probably right. The talk show host thing is probably the hardest because of the time and needing to know your stuff, but this, but the sideline is difficult, and I don't know how Sarah does it because nobody gets mad at her. Everybody else that, <laughs> well, you know what I 
I think that's because Sarah has found that really lovely, delicate balance that I just talked about where they, yeah. they first of all, she's earned their respect. And I think that's the first thing. When a player knows that you're in there to do your job, and, and specifically as women, you know, we're there to do the job, and that's something that we face throughout time, and you're not looking like as a token anymore, and you're asking good questions, and you take the time to know the people. I think that really all blends into it. Um, I'm just going to read these comments verbatim, if you don't mind, Leah, from our viewers. Uh, Robin Wildy says, oh. Leah, be proud of what you accomplished long road from Manitoba to the NHL. Enjoy it. Well, they do have an NHL team, but I get what he's saying. From Todd Pinkney, I'm calling it right now. You have today's rock star of the day and the week. We do Rockstar of the Day for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions here. Jaco Richards says, congrats, Leah Hextall uh, from Canton, Nashville. Leah, been listening for a long time. Big fan. Enjoy those early games. Hope you get sent to Nashville a few times. Uh, Brian Eitenauer, congrats, Leah. You'll be fantastic. I can't wait to listen to you. Has that kind of been what your phone's been like here this morning? What's this morning been like for you? Well, you know, it literally just came out right as I was trying to get through my technical difficulties because I'm, you know, trying to connect. So um, I just saw it, but my phone is starting as I'm talking to you. I, I hope you're not getting some beeps nope. because I forgot to turn off my notifications. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting a few my my agents on here and I'm getting a few people, I think, to, to let me know that it's out. Um, but, uh, you know, when the news first came out, when it was reported by the New York Post, I have to say, Rod, I, I was so you know, almost taken aback at how, how positive it was, you know, like people who had never even heard of me, just the fact that, you know, it was a step and it was, you know, a piece of progress and it's a historic hire and, and people just seem to be really into it and to having a new voice really in this world of hockey where we have so many incredible voices, but, you know, we do have to start to transition into some new voices. And I hope that one of them is mine and, and I'm looking forward to it and, uh, you know, and, and sharing my view of the game with everyone. Well, actually, it's funny you say that because I'm seeing a lot of commentary from viewers and fans of the game saying we need new blood. We need new blood. That's, you know, you're hearing it too, obviously. And the thing is... <laughs> You know the game. Like, people are writing in here asking if you're related to Ron Hextall. Like, do you get that? You must every single day, I would oh. think. Yeah. You know, uh, he started playing, I believe, 87 was his rookie year. And I think I was about eight years old at the time. And pretty much, especially growing up in Manitoba, because for those who, who don't know, actually, um, the one who started it all for our family was my grandfather, who I affectionately refer to as Pops, who is Brian Hextall. He's a Hall of Famer, played for the New York Rangers, led the scoring race in the NHL for a couple of years and scored the OT winner against those Toronto Maple Leafs to win the 1940 Cup. So I always like to dig that in. Um, <laughs> but he was the one who started it. My uncle Brian, my uncle Danny played in the NHL. My dad himself won um, a national title, which would, would have been the RBC Cup, but it was the Centennial Cup at the time, which is affectionately gone back to now in junior hockey. Uh, he won that with the Portage Terriers, so he uh, and attended an NHL camp. But uh, And then there's Ron. So we have three generations in the game, but I think about the one thing, honestly, what I'm the most proud of is that I didn't grow up playing the game. I played shinny on a pond and street hockey. I was a very casual fan. I watched when my cousin played. And when I first started covering the Brown and Wheat Kings, I had to go home after my first game and I had a stat sheet and I said to my dad, what does this mean? You know, I didn't even really know what icing was. I didn't know what offside was. 
I really had to learn the game from the outside in and it's taken me years and years to do that. So to get to the point now where I can call the game and, and have such a verbiage of it and an understanding of it as someone who didn't play it and had to learn from the outside in, uh, that's probably the thing I'm the most proud of is that I didn't play, but I'm here standing in and calling it. So, um, you know, I have the lineage, I have the love that I think is in me genetically for the game, because I do love it for some odd reason I always have, even though I didn't play. Um, but it is something that I definitely had to learn and, and continue to learn uh, over the years. Well, you're being far too humble, because I'll say it again. How long <laughs> ago was it that we were in the press box in Brandon, 20, 20 years ago? Yeah, it's almost been 20 years. I'm going to have, right. like, oh, my goodness. It makes me feel like, oh, my God, yeah, it's almost been 20 years. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I was there. I saw the start of it, Leah. You're being far too hard on yourself, I guess. But thanks for your uh, for your for telling us your story today. And I know that you're going to have a busy day answering calls and messages and stuff. So I'll let you go. But thanks for fitting us in here. You know we'll be watching. And congratulations again. It's nice to see you again. Uh, thank you so much, Rod. I'm right back at you, and have a wonderful and safe summer. Thank you. Appreciate it. You too, yeah. ESPN's Leah Hextall joining us from Manitoba. How about that? Unreal. How about that? That's, That's a big day right there. Pretty special. We uh, will come back with a sports update and a whole lot more. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show, and we'll be right back on the Game Plus television network. Carried all across Manitoba, by the way, on Bell MTS Cable. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, The moose is literally loose. I let him go. He's going to get a haircut before we go to Montreal. He's all in a tizzy, but I'm not. I'm wearing golf shirts and shorts. Is that all right, Montreal? That's my thing. It's summertime. I'm not worried about my hair. Uh, Prairie Mobile text line from the 519. Guys, where's 519? Can you, would you mind looking that up? What are your codes 519? Isn't it Quebec? Hey, Rod, can you tell me when you're going to be getting more of those red golf shirts with the show's logo? All they have is smalls right now. It's watching on Game Plus TV. Uh, I asked Moose before he left because he handles all that. And he said, we're not going to be getting any more. However, go to rodpetersonshop.com in the coming weeks, and you'll be able to do direct order. You can pick the color, pick the size with the logo, and they'll print it on the spot. So we're getting out of the inventory game, right? I'm pointing to the room where all the clothing is, and you can just pick your clothing. They'll make it on the spot and send it to you. That's coming in the next couple weeks. So I appreciate that we're sold out of those. I apologize that we're sold out of those. Ken in Saskatoon writes, congratulations on your Game Plus gig in Montreal. Listen to the show after work yesterday. It seems like it will be hockey talk and food for several days. Hope you buy the pink drink in bulk. Down 32 LBs on the pink drink. I don't know. I'll be fine. We got more here, but first a sports update. The defending 
champion Tampa Bay Lightning dominated the Montreal Canadiens from start to finish, taking game one of the Stanley Cup final in a lopsided 5-1 contest. Nikita Kucherov led the way with two goals. He also had a helper. Game two goes Wednesday in Tampa. Uh, By the way, the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, let me bring it up here. And Clark, you're going to have to tell me what the Facebook results are. The question is, is the Stanley Cup final over? Because Tampa, Molly Wap, Montreal, they rolled them. 60% of you saying, no, it's not over. What are they saying there on Facebook? 73% saying no. But the excuses are coming out, huh? Carey Price's collarbones broken or hurt. That's what we're hearing. Shea Weber dinged him in warm-up. I missed that. But we just showed up to the Four Seasons last night to watch, like right at game time. I wasn't watching the pregame coverage, and I didn't see them mention that he took a shot in the collarbone. But that would sure suck if that's true. And if that's the case, maybe the series is over. Paul George scored 41 points, and the resilient L.A. Clippers staved off elimination by beating the Phoenix Suns 116-102 in Game 5 of the NBA Western Conference Finals. The win cut the Suns' lead to the best-of-seven series to 3-2. We, were, we do everything in a team around here, and this morning we were kicking around what the poll question might be or should be. And I said, let's go NBA. Who will win the Larry O'Brien trophy? The Suns, the Bucks, the Hawks, or the Clippers? Darren's like, are you going to be talking about it? I'm like, no. He's like, then don't. So we went with the Stanley Cup series question. How much time we got here, Clark? Okay, well, hang on. I'm not done. Thanks for that, though. Lindell Wigginton scored seven of his game-high 20 points in the Elam ending as the Hamilton Honey Badgers squeaked by the Saskatchewan Rattlers 73-71 in CEBL play last night at the Sastel Center. That's Canadian Elite Basketball League. Meanwhile, over in eastern Canada, Cadre Gray led the way for the second straight game as the Ottawa Blackjacks topped the Guelph Nighthawks 96-79 at TD Place in Ottawa. So if you haven't noticed, the CEBL's going. You can watch the games on CBC Gem, Twitch, or Saturday afternoons on the CBC Main Network. Shohei Otani thumped his 26th homer of the year as the LA Angels beat the Yankees 5-3. Otani's tied with Toronto slugger Vladdy Guerrero Jr. for the Major League home run lead. The two-way sensation is slated to pitch in Game 2 of the series. Nick Castellano hit a grand slam in the seventh inning and drove in a career-high seven runs, helping the Reds beat the Phillies 12-4. Kyle Schwarber homered twice, becoming the first player in Major League history to hit 15 home runs in a 17-day span as the Nationals beat the Mets 8-4. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through liquor store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Viewer takeover next. I have a feeling that you seem to want to talk a lot of CFL today, and why not? It's summer. And Stanley Cup Final 2, we'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Everything's on the table here in Viewer Takeover, and Moose is gone. 
and I still get an infinite kick out of this. Then I was doing my radio talk show, the local radio talk show. I used to be so panicked, and I wouldn't go on the air by myself. Not a chance. And now here I am on Game Plus television around the continent, and I don't even care that I'm alone, because I got you. And producer Clark, if we need him, and I think he's going to poke his head out of uh, his cage next hour and come out here. How about that? How about that? (laughs) But from our viewers, this is what makes it so easy. And listen, listen, from CFL Mel watching on YouTube. Hey, Rod, do you think Paxton Lynch will challenge Caleros and possibly take over the starting quarterback job? Love your advocacy for the CFL. Thank God we have you. You would think that I would absolutely melt CFL Mel, but I'm not. Paxton Lynch and Zach Caleros don't play on the same team. And by the way, I got Zach Caleros and Cody Fajardo mixed up for a very long time. It's not just you, CFL Mel. But the question is, will Paxton Lynch come in and push Cody Fajardo for the starting job with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and yeah, they're all going to push Cody Fajardo. Come on, they had two years off. Everybody's going to be rusty. So yeah, he's going to come in and push him, but they'll burn the stadium down if Cody Fajardo was in starting in week one. Am I right, Clark? What, wait, I'll burn the stadium down if Cody Fajardo's not starting in week one. But Zach Caleros, he'll be starting over there in Winnipeg. But he's only started four games. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. (laughs) Jeff the Stamps fan says, Dupes went a year between haircuts. Can't he wait? How about that? (laughs) He literally owns the show. He can do whatever the hell he wants. How about that? How about that? But this is the thing with the CFL. And I don't know. Can you name me any other daytime talk shows that are talking about the Canadian Football League right now as we speak? I'll wait. So you all need to talk about the CFL, pay attention to what's going on. And the guy, Ray, in the six, wrote last hour about how he's fed up with the CFL and all the bad news that's coming out. For instance, Brendan Labatt announcing he won't play next year, the six-time All-Star offensive lineman. But you know what? I talked to a coach. I'm probably not going to get to the original 16 ultra update. We'll do it next hour. I talked to a coach this morning in Texas. That's all I'm going to say. And he said what he's hearing from CFL coaches that they're going to be dealing with stuff that the NFL was dealing with last year. It is what it is. That's just where they're at. And for instance, look at all those players that opted out of the NFL last year. The Patriots were hit the worst, I think, and they ended up missing the playoffs. This is just what Brendan Labatt did and was announced Monday that he's not going to play this year is the 2020 version of Dante Stallworth with the New England Patriots and any host of players that said, yeah, I'm out. Thing was, those guys got 150,000 US and uh, Brennan Labatt got a piece of pie and we'll see you next year. From James Zylstra says, no, that's why I listen to you, Rod. Why? Chris Bird in Toronto says, does Nick Arbuckle have the stuff to start in Toronto or are we looking at Macbeth as the bona fide starter? That's what training camp's for because you don't have preseason games. (sighs) That would be a nice little prop bet right there. Hey, Clark, who starts in quarterback number one for the Toronto Argonauts? 
Nick Fatty Arbuckle or McLeod Bethel Thompson, the guy that we like to call Macbeth? I got to think Macbeth. And I love me some Fatty Arbuckle. It's the veteran thing. From James Zalstra, great CFL talk here. Yes, and it's the only place you're going to get it. Uh, everybody wants to know how old Brennan Labatt is. I thought I read he was 36. Is he that old? Let's go to the big board. We got time. How old is Brennan Labatt? 34. 34. Thanks, Clark. Be 35 this year. So I was one off. Okay. Next hour, Ryan Flaherty, the voice of the Saskatchewan Rush, the TV voice of the Rush. Dan Moriarty from NHL Cool Shots. That's all coming up next hour here on Game Plus Television. Stick around. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.